<laughs> oh dear, what a way to start. So this is episode 35, we're talking to talk about Everton. Um, yeah, and Ian has spent the last few <laughs> minutes trying to understand why you're called Everton and why you nicknamed the Toffees. And <laughs> I've been making some very good links. You thought they were called Everton because they were... They carried something very heavy at one point. Yeah, they used to be like a, a haulage company. And um, then you thought they were called the Toffees because they had a toffee factory on the badge. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> it was founded... You know, like, what was it? The other club the other week where um, they were founded from, a cl- like, the factory. And it was the workers. And then mm-hmm. I wondered if that was the same situation. They were, nicknamed as the Toffees because it was a toffee factory. So why and the workers... They- uh, well, they called the it said there was a, a sweet shop near the ground that used to sell toffees. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> I like your explanation better. Which one? That it's a toffee factory. I think, yeah, it makes more sense, right? Yeah. Anyway, over to our breakdown club by club carry on uh, before the new season. Very swift, bite sized chunks. Um, yes, the. The tower is an actual <laughs> thing. I thought it might have been like a grain tower. Or like a sugar <laughs> tower where they like made the toffee from. Right. This club by club breakdown is descending into anarchy. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're doing a club by club, uh, just sort of bite-sized ones, time constraints, etc, etc. We just don't have the time to go as in-depth as we'd like. Um, so we're going to have a superficial look, very briefly, at Everton's ins, uh, uh, ins this season, transfers in, uh, what perhaps their aims should be, have a little look at their fantasy chances, and um, and yeah, see where we go from there. Um, and it. Ian is uh, banging out the facts and the history of <laughs> Everton, for those of you who don't know it, and for those of you who are new to the game and thinking about becoming an Everton fan. I like the idea of trying to guess why they've got certain nicknames or about their history. I yeah, probably should I, have uh, recorded I think, though, rather thoughts. than, like, when people think why something might be, their brain kind of spams a few options and they go with the most likely or reasonable sounding no. your brain spams a few options and you pick the most ludicrous one that you can well, think it might of. be true if i keep doing it eventually i'm gonna get it right <laughs> 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 and uh before you ask everton haven't won the paint trophy no what wrong league huh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah never been eligible boom I'm getting this dirty stuff down top level top level team top level toffee mm-hmm. top toffs Anyway, through the indoor, so far they've had Nkunu, a young left-back, that they got on a freebie from Marseille. This is September the 7th, I should say, uh, just in case people wonder why we missed some transfers out. That may happen between now and the start of the season. Um, We're going with what we've got so far. So, uh, yeah, Nkunu through the door. I don't know, obviously, you'd say he's going to be a development talent. Uh, he's he's not he never played a, I don't think he ever played a first team game for Marseille um, so he's going to play back up to yeah I can't Luka see Dean. him on um, their list at the moment yeah so it's possible maybe he's already gone out on loan or something or he's doing his uh, two week quarantine he's doing his apprenticeship yeah 
Um, but the a first team are through the door. Um, I think last season it was pretty clear to see that Everton's midfield was um, woeful by the end of the season, even though they, on paper, maybe had some players that it shouldn't have been for whatever reason. It didn't just didn't work out. Um, so that was a real critical area, and it seems to be where Carlo Ancelotti's focusing his rebuild effort. Um, first one through the door is Alan from Napoli. Uh, he is hard-working, gut-busting, tenacious, tough-tackling midfielder. Uh, I think he'd do quite well there. Um, breaking up play, especially if he wants to play 4-4-2, like his favoured um, setup is. Uh, so that's a good signing for Everton. I think it's a good start. Um, it looks like they've agreed a fee for Dukuri, um, but he's not actually in the door yet, but he's got Premier League experience and was pretty much Watford's standout central midfielder. Um, for the past couple of seasons. And uh, the more elaborate the the cream on the cake, if you like, in James Rodriguez. I mean, if they manage to sign him even on loan for the season, that's pretty big coup never for Everton. Who did you, you play for at the moment? You never heard of him. Real Madrid. No. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> now you're just being stupid. I had never actually heard of him, though. You've never is heard it? of Real Madrid? No, no, the player. Oh, James Rodriguez. Uh, he's Colombian. James Rodriguez. Yeah, okay. he signed for Real Madrid in 2014 after being pretty much the best player at the World Cup. I think he won the World Cup Golden Boot. And then has sat on the bench ever since. Uh, and then he <laughs> was at Ancelotti, signed him there. And um, it didn't work out for him. Hasn't worked out for a lot of players at Real Madrid, so he's had a couple of loan spells away. Um, and, yeah, I think he's... It looks like he, he's interested in coming to Everton and reuniting with Ancelotti. So that would provide him with some much-needed creativity and additional midfield firepower. Probably a little boost as well. Yeah, a big boost for everyone at the club because you're starting to get a, a little bit more, you know, that's a star it's name a really world, to get James yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, he's a world sort of renowned player. So yeah, that would be good for them, definitely. I mean, if they manage to seal those two as well, that it's looking like a nice midfield setup. Then, so Everton could be more. one to watch next season, then as well. Um, possibly. I'm still not sure they're going to have enough. I think Ancelotti's. You know, it's like a, It's going to take a couple of seasons. I think a few transfer windows yeah. to ship some people out and get some people in. And obviously, these guys, although they're they're solid players coming in and. and and spectacular in some cases you still have to bed in just because you're a good player it doesn't mean that you're going to make a success yeah, as yourself true. especially in the Premier League sometimes it can take a bit longer to get anywhere um, so we'll see we'll see with that I think Everton really should be aiming though I mean the minimum they've got to be happy with is a top half finish I know it sounds harsh because they're a significant club but at the moment what like 7th to 10th somewhere like that yeah I mean maybe making a European push but there's so much money swilling about in other teams and you know it's really hard to penetrate that that upper <laughs> it's really hard to penetrate you know so uh, yeah well <laughs> I think really they they should focus maybe a little more in the cups. I know we're here to talk about the Premier League, but yeah, focus uh, <laughs> on the cups. See if they can uh, 
See if they can get anywhere in <laughs> And yeah, they're in the Europa League, so obviously that is... Or, or are they in the Europa League? No, they have to go for the Europa League. They're not in the Europa League this year. So they, yeah, and they massively out of it. Yeah, they need to um, They need to have a, a, a look at one of the two domestic cups, I think, and see if they can... Because they haven't won a trophy for 25 years now, so... Oh dear. Putting paid to that. Every, only one club can win these things, but every club's got to aim for it. And I think that's going to be a good start for Everton. They've got a good chance of doing well in one of those. Um, and I think Ancelotti's going to be given the time to rebuild because he's this sort of the big name that the chairman's wanted for a while. So I think so long as they aren't completely stinking the place out and you know down the bottom somewhere, then I think he'll be given the time to uh, have a few transfer windows to bring some more players in and try and push Everton on and see if they can penetrate hmm. a little higher up the table <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantasy terms last season uh, Luca Dean at left back Luca Dean I've never said it like that they kept saying it like that on the TV so I'm going to presume that they're right and I'm an idiot uh, but he was superb at left back uh, he picked up the points I think in midfield they it was difficult really Mason Holgate um, had a decent season as well. I think Holgate, um, you know, starting at the back as well is it, going to be good for them. Mm. So, I, I definitely had some of their players last season as well. I yeah. didn't you for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had Richarlison and Calvert Lewis yeah. for a bit. Yeah, I was going to say, so you sort of skip the midfield, so you maybe have a couple of the guys at the back and maybe a couple of the guys at the front, but you were completely kind of passing over the mm, midfield, but then really. Looking at the points they got, that's kind of, that's why though. Yeah. There's only one that actually did okay, because everyone else is just kind of alright. But yeah, I mean, yeah, if Calvert-Lewin's playing alongside Hammers Rodriguez, I think what he'd do is he'd switch Richarlison to the left side of midfield and play Rodriguez off Calvert-Lewin. Um, and then have like Richarlison, Allison, Alan Ducore, and then whoever he decides to pick on the right, um, and do it that way. But mm. yeah, I think uh, if he makes them hard to beat, they've got a good chance. So yeah, that's my uh, my Everton roundup in fantasy. Yeah, like I say, um, I would pick Luca Dean, Mason Holgate, or Pickford Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison they were the guys last season I think Calvert-Lewin a lot of the goal threat is going to hang on him again and Richarlison is their standout quality player I think and they both started off quite strong and then just kind of drifted away mm. again yeah I mean I don't know he might, he might start Moyes Keane um, uh, it looks like he's probably going to secure a move somewhere else but if he doesn't I mean, he's definitely a talent. He just I'm not sure what it is with him. Maybe it's his attitude stinks a bit, but if he can get him firing, he looked like he was going to be a well-beater at Juventus. So, you know, they, they have talent in the squad. Maybe it just needs teasing out a little bit. I mean, Bernard, uh, who come in on the left side of midfield from Shakhtar, I mean, he was superb little player. But um, he just doesn't seem to have quite fired at Everton. And yeah, perhaps, I mean, Ancelotti's renowned for being able to uh, get the best out of the players and, you know, uh, allow them the breathing space to, you know, to relax and to play their game and show a little faith in them. 
So there we go. But I think that uh, finishes up the Everton roundup. And best of luck to you Everton fans uh, in fantasy and in real life. And we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Speak to you on the next one.